late. Sorry, I got a little caught up exposing truths. I used to think, what would Hover do? Now I think, what the fuck would Macho Man and Hulk Hogan do? Now, if Steve Austin was America and The Rock was Afghanistan, then Russia and China would be Triple H and Illuminati would be Vince McMahon. Now, when the haters are the Undertaker, the crowd doesn't stand a chance when the international bankers are walking through the stands. Slide your ass from Zan. You think you a fan, but you really just the lamb. Niggas start trends every day, but don't ever get no pair of vans. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Ah. Hello. Hello, world. Sweden, France, Germany, UK. Uh, wherever else you are listening to this little podcast venture from. <coughs> Sorry, I'm damn near choked on my spit. Um, welcome. Welcome to the show. And, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope this translates into whatever language you speak. Um, I'm a simple American. We, we only speak one language here in America. We just go places and we expect everybody to speak English because, you know, Americans are dumb assholes. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm one of them. So, um, yeah, this is PC Podcast, POG Podcast. I am the voice of God, Derek H. Flint. And, um, I have something, um, I have an idea that I have to do. Salute the V, because you put the idea in my head. Um, but yeah, that will get done either later tonight or tomorrow at some point. But it will get done before this weekend is over. Because, um, yeah, yeah, this voice, this voice is going to get me some checks. I don't know how, but I've been half naked on the internet already. So, you know, that didn't get me the checks I wanted, but... <laughs> But it brought me to this point where I'm here with you guys. And um, yeah, that is a summation. But welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, as always, the cash app is uh, dollar sign Derek Flint. That's D-E-R-E-K-F-L-I-N-T. The uh, PayPal is dflint51 at gmail.com. So if you are feeling so gracious and you want to send me some money, send me a dollar. I'll take a dollar at this point. God damn it. At some point, it's going to get down. I'm like, yo, just send me 50 cent. God damn it, because <laughs> I need some money. But as of right now, you know, the $1, $2 donation drive is still on and popping. And um, yeah, I appreciate you. If you donate, I haven't checked the Cash App since, because, you know, the balance stays on zero for some reason. And I'm pretty sure the feds have that um, pretty much tapped and they're probably going to bust all the low-key jump-offs and uh, internet cam girls who get their money through Cash App. Wait until you get audited and they want you to account for all that Cash App money that um these thirst bucket dudes were sending you. Uh, yeah, yeah, then you're really going to be in trouble. And uh, you're going to need to do more than a little bit, more than a little bit of stuff on that webcam for you to pay back the IRS. So um, salute to all the girls getting that money through Cash App. And... uh. You dumb, dumb guys. I don't know if you're dumb or desperate or um, whatever your situation may be. <laughs> Please stop sending these, stop sending these women money through Cash App when you don't even know them and you may never meet them. Like it's 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 very sad. It's it's sad. Um, very. But you know, on to another note. I am trying to recruit a circle of women who um just want to sell their panties. Cause that's the market now, and um, <laughs> it sounds crazy, 
Listen, if I didn't have a mother and sister, I might have been, uh, I might have been a pimp. There's no, there's no nice way to say that. That's just the facts, and it is what it is. But uh, pimping, having women sell panties for you is not pimping. Let's just get it. Twi- don't get it twisted. Uh, it's not pimping. It's just a lucrative venture, um, and it's feeding a very thriving market. So, ladies, if you are listening to this and you are. Uh, you want to sell some panties? It's not for me. I don't. I'm not into that whole um, sniffing panties and whatever people do with dirty panties or worn panties. It's not my thing. Um, so, but if you want to sell some and you want to get some bread together, uh, shoot me an email, send me a picture, and then uh, we'll make this work. And I'll set the whole thing up. And uh, yeah, we'll get some money from these from these desperate desperate men who are out here. Buying used panties off the internet, fuck my life, and that's a global thing. It's not, uh, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a local thing at all. There are perverts all over the place. Um, I hear Japan is one of the biggest markets actually, but Japan has some complete. It's a complete different world over there. The, the, the thing there, the things they're into over there. Uh, I want to say K-pop or whatever. They got a schoolgirl fetish over in Japan. There's um. It's well documented, so yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how I got here, but if you want to sell panties, holler at your boy, man. Uh, listen, the show tonight is uh, bringing you news. Of course, it's real. It's been a real global week. I'm trying not to stay local. Um, I'm, I don't know if I'm ever gonna make it to the global portion tonight because I just want to ramble with you people for a little bit. Um, first off, locally. There is video of a savage um, on a train kicking an elderly lady. And uh, we live in a day and age where people would rather record it than help. And uh, one dude on the news said, he was like, listen, he could have had a knife. He could have stabbed me if I tried to intervene or some other craziness like that. Uh, Meanwhile, somebody's grandmother was brutalized and kicked in the face and the chest. And um, it's just a real really crazy video if we really think about it to an extent and uh it just shows the depravity and the level of desensitization that we have now reached as a people where we can record somebody's grandmother getting a timberland boot to the chest and we do we do nothing but wait to upload it to world star and it's just a sad sad thing um there was a fire in the Bronx on, uh, good God, I want to say Webster, somewhere in the Bronx, man, but um, it burned out a couple of buildings, started in the Domino's Pizza, but it didn't get the whole block, it only got like three or four stores, but nonetheless, that did happen today, and um, yeah, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, well, I'm keeping it local, for my global audience, let me just give you an insight <laughs> as to what goes on here in America, uh, land of the guns and home of the dummies. Let me, let me give you let me give you a brief rundown on um something that took place recently. Um, <laughs> yeah, there were teachers in uh Indiana who are um. If you don't know, we have school shootings here on a regular basis. Um, I'm not sure if they make that happen with the manufactured terrorism and things of that nature. But it happens every, like, maybe twice a year we have a mass shooting at a school. Um, But 
teachers in Indiana. <laughs> I can laugh because nobody died during this story, man. But teachers in Indiana were shot with plastic pellets during an active shooter training at an elementary school. And the plastic pellets left teachers with welts, bruises, and abrasions. And it was the local sheriff's office that was conducting the drill. <laughs> Let's picture this for a second. You send your kid to school and, um, you know, it's supposed to be learning and uh, coloring and teaching, you know, teaching them the fundamentals, you know, reading, writing, and uh, arithmetic. I don't know why they say the three R's when it's arithmetic, but I could be wrong on that. Don't don't quote me on that. But, um, yeah. Instead of teaching them that stuff, they uh, have, li- have live shooter drills where the teachers are <laughs> teachers get shot with plastic pellets. America, America, good God, why do I live? Why do I live in this country? That's the that's the real question, man. Uh, the teachers were asked to kneel down against a classroom wall before. <laughs> Before the sheriff's department sprayed them with pellets without warning. And then, here's the kicker. Here is the kicker. Here is the silver lining to this story. The kicker is, <laughs> the sheriff's office told the teachers after they shot them, this is what happens if you just cower and do nothing. <laughs> Let's all take a second to wrap our heads around this. Um, They shot... <laughs> They shot teachers with plastic bullets, I mean plastic pellets, and then told them, yo, I shot you because you weren't going to do it. This is out of elementary school. Mind you, the teachers, I don't know if the students witnessed the teachers being shot with pellets and um, things of that nature, but good God, why do I live in this country, man? Shooting teachers with uh plastic pellets and this whole thing went to court uh the teachers were complaining and the sheriff's office then said you know we all right i get it you know we won't use plastic pellets anymore we won't shoot the teachers and stuff like that but uh (laughs) what what kind of world do i live in where the local sheriff's office goes into the elementary school where your kid might go to and um Shoots a teacher with pl- with plastic pellets, man. Let's just wrap our heads around this for one second. And whatever country you are listening to this from, please understand. Be grateful. Like, you know, they say America is the land of opportunity. That's, um, sounds good. It's not so much the true story, but it, it sounds, it sounds rather, rather good. Um, but nonetheless, that, that, that took place. And, uh, that was back in, uh, January, I believe, or sometime, earlier this year or late last year but they we now have police shooting teachers elementary school teachers with rubber pellets and telling them this is what happens when you do nothing <laughs> what what like what world do i live in that this actually happens and it's just like a a, a regular thing that that's just crazy to me um yeah hold on brief pause that intro that I played, that music, that was B.O.B. off the Elements album. And if you've ever watched wrestling and uh, were a wrestling fan and you understand who the people that he mentioned are, that's pretty much the setup, more or less. 
So when I say they, uh, Vince McMahon references who I'm talking about. I'm not going to call them the Illuminati or the Illuminated Ones or whatever um, they, may, they may call themselves. But um, yeah, that, that metaphor is completely, completely accurate. So if you don't watch wrestling or you have no clue what's going on in the world, I suggest you um, just do some research and uh, think about it. And then uh, uh, also here in America, uh, if you recall, Papa John's, the pizza chain, had a, uh, had a quagmire with the NFL players nailing. And then there was some recording of uh, the, the guy who founded Papa John's using the N-word. And um, yeah, I thought, I thought that was the end of that subpar the pizza chain. But no. No, no. They have now hired Shaquille O'Neal to be the, I guess, spokesman or something. He's something involved with the uh, chain. He's the, he's on the board of directors now at Papa John. <laughs> you get caught using the N word and you hire a black guy, everything goes away. I, I don't know if that's true, but somebody is thinking along those lines. Just just so we know this here, man. Um, Shaquille, listen, you can't be mad at Shaq, man. He's gonna get paid. I'm talking about Shaquille O'Neal, the basketball player who won titles with Kobe, won titles with D Wade, and I think those are the only two teams he won titles with. Um, but yeah, he's now on the board of directors at Papa John's, <laughs> and he will be paid 8.25 million dollars off over the next three years. So let's hope that um. I don't know. I don't eat that stuff, but I mean, let's hope that uh, it goes well for him. And uh, I don't know about that. The founder could do whatever the founder does, but let's hope it goes well for Shaq, man. I don't know why I root for Shaq the way I do, but eh, this is a questionable move on, on my behalf, on his part. And uh, But $8.25 million for three years. It ain't bad, man. And if you don't know, Shaq is like a... He's a smart businessman. He owns he owns restaurant chains. Uh, he's on the general commercials. Like he's getting his money after basketball. That dude is living his best life, man. But uh, I believe they brought him on because of the NFL thing and the whole N word debacle. And uh, due to the fact that the sales of their pizza have declined, uh, declined the past five quarters due to the whole NFL nailing controversy and things of that nature. So, you know, good luck to Shaq on his new journey, but they're going to call him a coon for doing it. But I say for $8.25 million, eh, sell some pizza, my guy. Salute to you, man. I don't know about the founder, but salute to you, man. Um, Yeah, that was the local section of the show. Let me make sure that was the local section. Yeah, 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 that, that's the local section of the show. Um, yeah, I want to give you a Cyclone Iday uh update i'll save that for the end of the show probably and uh let's just take note here let's take note i I gave you guys the update and the information on the petrochemical fire here in uh america that took place in texas and then in the same week I, i don't know if it's planned i'm not saying it's planned but um there was a a chemical plant explosion that happened in China. 
So, you know, if you haven't heard about this, I suggest you Google it. But if you follow me on Twitter or Facebook, you've seen the article that I posted. And um, let's get this straight now. This is just today. The uh, the death toll is at 44. I believe the blast or explosion happened yesterday or the day before, but I'm not exactly sure. But the death toll is at uh, 44 people with at least 90 more seriously injured or in critical condition. And at least a total of 640 people were sent to the hospital after this explosion. Uh, I hope you're understanding the magnitude of what I'm explaining right now. Uh, That's two chemical plants on different sides of the world that um, have exploded or caught fire within the past week. And I'm not saying... It's planned, but uh, nothing happens by coincidence, people. Um, Officials in China are saying that there was a magnitude 2.2 earthquake at the time of the explosion. And uh, the blast happened at a plant in Yancheng in a plant run by TNGL Chemical. Yeah, it's serious, man. So I don't know if the blast caused the earthquake or the earthquake caused the blast and um, even the officials don't know. They say the exact cause of the explosion is unknown. But the company that was founded in 2007 has had six government penalties over waste management and air pollution. So this company is about 12 years old and... um, (laughs) I don't know if the company's anymore now due to the explosion, but let's just let's just take a second here to think about all of the chemicals and things of that nature that have been pumped into the atmosphere or environment in the past week over on the eastern side of the world and here in the west. So, you know, whatever that story was they told us as kids about the ozone layer depleting, I'm pretty sure that it's gone now. Um the blast was so powerful that it knocked down factory buildings like that were uh, f- kind of far away from where the blast took place. A chemical factory that was 1.8 miles from the explosion had its roof collapse and windows and doors blown out. So let's <laughs> let's get this let's, let's understand this here. It was a Explosion at a chemical plant. And in turn, that explosion caused another chemical plant a mile and a half away. It caused the roof to collapse and it caused it caused the windows and doors to be blown out. And so this number of casualties, which they say is at 44, is probably going to be way, way higher than that. When it's all said and done, especially they're not accounting for the other factories and the other buildings that it may have caused to implode and the people that may have been trapped inside of that, of those plants. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know what state of the world we're in or what is going on, but that is two, two explosions or fires at chemical plants on two different sides of the globe. And if you know anything about the China smog problem and the people buying cans of air, as I've noted on the show, this is only going to make it worse 
to some extent with all these chemicals being in the air and things of that nature. I mean, we don't live in China, so it's not affecting us right now. But don't don't get it twisted as if, you know, the air doesn't carry these chemicals to other places in other directions. So if you think that Houston or the Texas chemical plant fire is only going to contaminate Houston or the Texas area that it's in, you're wilding. And this whole chemical plant explosion in China, it's only going to make the air quality over there worse, people. And they better stock up on fresh air, man. But good God, a chemical plant explosion that caused another chemical plant a mile and a half away to have a collapsed roof and like a blowback. It's like a blowback effect to some extent. And uh, I mean, listen, the story, it doesn't sound completely right, if I'm going to say the least, but I don't know what's going on, man. That that's two, That's two sets of hazardous chemicals we have on two different sides of the globe, flat earth, whatever you believe it is, um, all within a week's time. So, you know, if you know about the agenda, you can kind of see what's going on here. I don't know if this is all part of it, but everybody is so distracted and there's so much going on that these things kind of slip through the cracks. And other than the articles on the internet and just the stories that pop up on the major news websites, you won't see anything about this here on the news here in the States. So if you are in China and you are listening to this, I hope you're safe and um, stock up on the... (laughs) Stock up on those little hospital masks because you're going to need them, especially with this chemical plant fire that um is now, that has happened. And it's, the, the, replic- the damages and the full extent of them are unknown at this current juncture in time. So, that's, uh, God damn, this week has been like a real gloomy week in terms of me doing this show, but. I enjoy it, and it's, you know, I'm just updating you people on what is happening in the world. And um, let me just give you a brief Cyclone Day update. And uh, <laughs> as I said, yo, that the extent of the damages of this cyclone are unforeseen and unknown at this current time, and I'm going to do my best to not giggle or anything of that nature as I push through this story. But let me just, let me, let me give you the details um the damage that this cyclone has left behind is just it's nuts just to say the least man um there were as many as three to four hundred bodies that lined the banks of a road out of the city of biera in mozambique so as the floodwaters subside there's gonna be more bodies but let's just get to the full extent of this here The officials say that entire villages and towns have been completely flooded out. So we don't know the full extent of this damage until the water recedes. And I don't know if we'll ever get true numbers on the body count or the extent of lives lost in this whole ordeal. But these are just the numbers for right now. And uh, the flooding is so extreme in central Mozambique. It can be seen 
from satellites in out from outer space. Let's let's uh let's get that straight, man. So let's just get this let's let's understand this, man. So they got these bodies in the city of Biera. There are bodies washing up in other parts of the country, with many people still feared who are trapped in their houses. And the flood water is still there and it hasn't subsided completely as of yet. So once these floodwaters do subside, there's going to be more bodies. The officials are estimating more than a thousand people dead right now, or there's a thousand recorded deaths right now. But that number is going to climb dramatically when all the floodwaters recede and the people can be rescued from their homes. I mean, not rescued. Let me not say rescued. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. It can't be rescued because they're dead. They're just going to be recovered. People are going to be recovered from their homes um, after the floodwaters recede and everything like that. And um, as I said, like you may hear a short blurb about this on the news here in the States. That um, Just a small blurb. You won't, it's not going to be an entire story. But uh, the president, Felipe Nayusi, said that there was a record of more than a thousand people dead. And um, they're saying that Idea, or however you pronounce this, dumped a huge amount of water on Biera, destroying 90% of the area, which is home to 500,000 people. Let's get that straight. So when I ask you, where do these people go? That's a it's a it's a very legit question. So let's get that straight. And then um in the area of central Mozambique, where the the, the flooding can be seen from outer space, we have another two hundred thousand people who live in that region. So that is over or close to three quarters of a million people. And this is a low estimate of people that have been affected by this flood or the cyclone, or whatever you want to call it. Now, when I pose the question, where do these people go? You have to understand, you know, if their entire village is flooded, if 90% of their village is flooded, there is nothing to go back to. And I'm just curious to know what happens to these people. Do they wind up in the ADHAR program or something of that nature that is enacted in many, many places that they're just not telling you about yet, and I haven't reported that to you as of yet. But um, <laughs> there are thousands of people still missing, and millions of people have been left destitute without food or basic services as the floodwaters recede and the cyclone cleanup begins. But as I said, what happens to the people. And mind you, this is all going on. That storm or cyclone struck this area more than a week ago. It made landfall a week ago. And there's still people, there's still areas that are flooded. And still people destitute without water, food, and just the basics. And so what happens to these people? And here's the thing. Being it's in another region of the world, we will never know the full story here in the States or 
on any other continent that's not in the area, we won't know and we might not hear the stories for, I want to say years, but more than likely it's probably decades, if I'm going to keep it honest with you. And um, it's just, <laughs> it's not funny, but it's just crazy, man. And the, the only part of this story that, um, <laughs> there were reports of people clinging to eucalyptus, cashew, and mango trees waiting to be rescued. Now, <laughs> let's just get this straight. Nothing about this story is funny at all. But in my head, in my head, this is just in my head, people. This is not real life. This is just my personal thoughts. It has no effect on you whatsoever. I'm just picturing. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to hell. I am picturing uh, the floodwaters rising <laughs> and people cling to trees, man. As I said before, if I see one more fucking person getting rescued from their roof and that was about here in the states and now i gotta i gotta worry about people getting rescued after clinging on to trees man yo as i said i don't know if this weather is the new normal i don't know if the poles had have shifted and they're just not making it common knowledge to the general public or if this is harp or you know harp or man-made weather at its finest, or the test run for what's really about to come. And uh, I just, listen, salute, and uh, I don't believe in the whole religion, like all the other stuff, but uh, just send positive vibes. I'm just sending positive vibes to the people out there and um, hope that they can make it through this whole thing. Hope that the government is not that corrupt to the point where they will leave these people struggling. I mean... Good God! You imagine clinging on to a, a a eucalyptus tree or a mango tree while waiting to be rescued? I mean, at least you won't be hungry. But good God, man, it's not right. It's not right. I'm just saying that off top, man. Like it's it's just reading it. It's not funny at all. And you're just like, yo, this is this is just crazy. And this is all happening in real time right now. But uh. Yeah, us here in the States, we are watching March Madness. Not me, though. I can't watch that shit. I, I tried, but I can't. And, um, yeah, we're entertained. We have we don't care about this shit at all. And it's it's sad. Sad but true, if I'm just keeping it all the way 100 with you guys, man. And um, lastly, remember how I said, you know, you think or you can talk all this tough stuff about resisting the microchip and... um not being added to the program or not being part of the artificial intelligence biometric systems that are going to be going into place in the near future and things of that nature. Um, let's just understand. Uh, if you don't know this already, I believe it was India or someplace like that where they were phasing out uh, $50 bills or something like that in an effort to limit the amount of paper cash in circulation and um if you don't if you don't know about india india already has a mean biometric system where people have to enroll in it if they want access to any government programs or things of that nature and then this article pops up and it just intrigued me um there are now uh 
cash restrictions in the Sudan. And when I say cash restrictions, it limits the amount of actual hard currency a person can keep on them or I don't know if it's on them or in their bank accounts, but just understand that paper money is being phased out as we speak and watch March Madness or whatever reality ratchet show we're watching or if you're celebrating Cardi B, whatever you may be doing, wherever you're from or whatever ratchet stuff they celebrate, wherever you're at on this globe or planet, whatever, just understand paper money is going, it's going to be gone in a minute. And you're going to have to enroll in some type of program in order to function in everyday life. So Sudan declared a limit to the amount of hard currency that individuals can hold. And they say it's to present, to prevent, in, in it, wait, to prevent unofficial trading and economic sabotage. What that really means in layman's term, it means that they want to be able to track your transactions and the things you buy and what you are using your money for. You could tell me I sound bugged out or that I'm bugging, but what I'm saying is probably about 85% true. I don't know what the 15% falsehood in that statement that I just made is, but when I tell you paper cash is on its way out, just understand, like, you might want to hoard some somewhere in your crib just in case. I don't know if it will be worth much when it's all said and done because uh, the end of a petrol dollar here in America is happening really, really soon. But um, this cash restriction thing just had me bugged out, man. The president of the Sudan, Omar al-Bashir, signed the order on Thursday, which was yesterday, barring government officials from possessing more than Five million Sudanese dollars, which is one hundred five thousand in American dollars, and regular citizens from holding over one million pounds. I don't know what that one million translates to, but if five million is one hundred and five, I'm trying to do the math on this in my head right now, but I can't do it off the top of my head. All I know is a lot less than one hundred five thousand. So the regular citizens will be restricted from holding or possessing that kind of money. Now, what happens to the overages? I don't know. Um, how will this affect people's lives? I don't know. But if this does not sound like them phasing out cash to you, uh, just Google India cash purge or just Google paper money purge. And then you'll see all the places where this is actually currently taking place. And um, just know it's not it's not that far off from wherever you are in general, you know, because, you know, I got listeners in other parts of the world. Uh, I'm feeling myself over that. I got to stop saying it. But, yeah, they are phasing the cash out, man. Um, and anyone breaking the law of a, the amount of cash they can hold will face about six months in prison just for having more money. That's theirs, I believe. But they got to do some time in prison for having it. So, uh, listen, I have very, very, like, bluntly and straightforwardly kind of laid out the things that are taking place globally. And um, the shift 
that is happening um, where <laughs> I'm not saying humans won't be needed, but our functions in life will be not to the capacity that they are now. Because uh, AI is going to take over, 5G is going to fry us, and uh, we're all going to be in some type of microchip biometric systems in the near future. And if uh, you think I'm crazy, I already mentioned to you that uh, people in Sweden were going crazy for the microchip thing, or that's what the articles say. And as B.O.B. said, you know, all they need to do to create propaganda is turn on a camera because the people in charge own most of the film studios, if you want to keep it a buck, man. So uh, the Sudanese thing, with it, the cash purge, <laughs> kind of freaked me out a little bit, but kind of perked me up, and I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is too much of a pattern, and it's happening in numerous places. And uh, I just wanted to bring that to light to you so you can uh, just be aware of it. And when you have a chance and you have the time, please do Google paper cash purge, and then you will kind of see it being laid out for you. But uh, until it's fully laid out, I just think uh, I think I think I should warn you guys that uh, it's coming. That uh, you might not want a microchip, but uh, you're probably gonna have to get one, especially the Section Eight people. That is definitely coming for you guys. You, you don't have a choice if you want <laughs> if you want the government to pay your rent. They're going to force you to get a microchip, and uh, they're going to monitor the shit out of you once you get the microchip implanted. Just like your TV can record you. Like, my smart TV is probably recording everything I'm saying and sending the video somewhere right now. Uh, that's the era we're headed for. I mean, I don't, you know. All of our transactions now are kind of digital, where we can get everything we need from the internet. So, uh, yeah. That paper cash thing is, is going to go away very slowly but surely, but it, it's definitely happening. It's in the process, and I just wanted to bring this story to your attention so you can be aware of it and um, just know. Um, <laughs> just be aware of what's coming, man. Um, I don't know the full extent of what's coming. I don't know if and when martial law will take place. That's more of a when than an if, but... uh. Yeah, I'm just I'm just updating you on the events that are happening. And uh if you don't believe in the depopulation agenda or the uh mass migration agenda or you know, just the displacing of people, I've pretty much laid it out for you over the course of all the shows I've done. And um I'm just going to keep bringing you these stories so you can be well aware of the things that are going on while you're being entertained. By your dumbass TV, people. Good God, why do I live on this planet? I think I'm, I'm starting to think I'm like little Wayne where I'm an alien and I don't believe it, but that, you know. <laughs> hey, yeah, listen, I need some shrooms and I need some acid, like, like soon. Because I got to take a trip to get back to the reality that is life and uh, get out of this shithole that is the, the everyday reality that they make up for us. Um, yeah. Yeah, listen, that's it for the show, people, man. Because as the little bro says, I got to keep it short. The little, little young generation's attention span is not that long, and neither is the adult's attention span, sadly enough, man. Uh, instant gratification. That's what we need. We need praise and instant gratification. I'm just making you aware that uh, the air is being 
poisoned. I'm not going to say deliberately, but there are more chemicals and metals and things of that nature in the atmosphere now, and especially going into the sun dimming program that uh, Harvard scientists are doing. Yeah, I don't know where we're going, but uh, I don't think it's going to be pretty, and I don't think it's going to be comfortable. So, you know, hold on to what paper cash you can, even though it might not mean, uh, it might not be worth the paper it's printed on within, I'm giving it five years max. And that's just the reality of the situation that we now live in. So um, I'm aware, I'm just hoping to make enough people aware that, um, listen, by the time everybody catch on, it's going to be too late. We're already going to be microchipped by the time this show makes it to title. But hopefully I get some checks before that so I can um, resist the movement just a little bit more. But um, your class will not matter unless you are super rich. And I, I, I'm i just telling you that in general. And that's the way it works now regardless. So as I've said in the intro, go back and listen to the intro and then understand everything and the power posturing that is going on in the world. And uh, that's the reason I do this show, people. Just to, you know, Trying to inform you guys. Uh, You know what? And I'm going to say this off top. Uh, This show is, I I guess you could say it's a sober sober show tonight because I didn't smoke since this morning. But um, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And um, I'm going to go now and uh, go go smoke, smoke a little bit. And then I'm going to do something I don't usually do. Is um I'm gonna have a drink, all in hopes of getting my tool wet tonight and um having some you know having some adult moments that uh hopefully I won't regret tomorrow, man. <laughs> and it's the weekend, so I hope hopefully you do the same. Go you know go have a drink and uh ladies, go you know go get your box eaten and you know go get your box eaten and and. <laughs> And do it. Uh, use use that use that pussy power to your advantage. And uh, fellas, go get drunk and uh, don't force yourself on anybody. That is rule number one. But uh, find a willing participant, male or female. You know, it's 2019. I I don't know what normal is anymore. But uh, yeah, go do your thing, man. It's the weekend, and uh, we gotta have a good time because I don't know when this shit is all over, people. Anyway. Yeah, that's it, man. I am Derek H. Flint. This has been the latest episode of PC Podcast, VOG Podcast. I am the voice of God. I am, I would like to be a voice of reason and logic, but, you know, you just got to get, you got to get to where I'm at first, people. I'm not smarter than anybody, but I'm not dumber than you, niggas. Uh, (laughs) That's it for the show, people. Everybody have a good weekend. Um... I might record this weekend. I definitely got to do one thing this weekend. But uh, other than that, you enjoy yours, love your life, have fun with your loved ones. And um, until next time, people, I appreciate you listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, send me some money. Dollar sign, Derek Flint is the cash app. That is it for tonight's show. I appreciate you listening. And uh, hopefully you learn some things. Have a safe weekend and enjoy, people. See you later.